the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. 20 years of intelligent talk. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. With more than 40 million doses of coronavirus vaccines available, U.S. health authorities confident there will be enough for every American who qualifies. A spike in demand is expected after the CDC endorsed boosters of the Pfizer vaccine for all Americans 65 and older. Former Vice President Pence hopeful the nation's highest court will go the right way on a major abortion case. Supreme Court justices soon will hear a Mississippi case that seeks to overturn the 1973 Roe v. Wade decision legalizing abortion. In a speech late last week, former Vice President Pence said it's his hope and prayer that the new conservative majority on the high court will take action to restore the sanctity of life at the center of American law. If that happens, he said, the U.S. could have a fresh start in the cause of life. Greg Clugston, the White House. This is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Democrats see their economic dreams fading. All based the future of the Democratic agenda on a trick. The trick might not work. Join us for our program. Sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11. Here on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. The second hour of Non with Brad Carlson will be right back. But in the meantime, head on over to am1280thepatriot.com and register daily for your chance to win our Cry Macho sweepstakes. You can win $1,000 cash, a quality brown suede jacket like the one worn by Clint Eastwood in his new film, Cry Macho, a Clint Eastwood 40 Film Collector's Edition box set, and a $50 Fandango movie gift card. Your forecast for today, we're looking at a high of 81 and a low of 55 for tonight. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 79 and a low of 55. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with our new two of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org, and we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And if you'd like to uh, follow us on Facebook, feel free to do so. Just go to facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and give us a follow and or a like. If you so desire, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, no live stream today because, well, I'm broadcasting from my home studio. So uh, just for this week, uh, I plan on being in the studio next Sunday for our regularly scheduled broadcast. And as we talked about in the first hour, the uh, chair, the election for the Republican Party of Minnesota chair will take place this Saturday, October 2nd. So once a winner is determined... Hope to get that winner on the broadcast uh, next Sunday, so we will definitely work on that. Uh, kind of a teaser uh, to be for next Sunday's show, to be sure, so hopefully you can uh, tune in. I want to get to some more national stories this uh, second hour, and probably the one of the bigger stories, particularly this past week, well, I mean, let's be honest, the story of the southern border are our porous southern border has been uh, a subject uh, that has been um, 
cropped up pretty much every week since Joe Biden was inaugurated president back on January 20th. And when he was elected president, the one thing that we heard is like, well, you know, we we need competence and compassion back in the White House. And yeah, you know, Trump, his, uh, his policies, you know, may not have been that bad, but we, we need we need a, a competent leader back in the White House. We need someone who isn't going to agitate the world leaders. We've got to incre- increase our standing in the views of other countries. And none of that has happened. I'm sorry, it's not compassionate to support and advocate for policies that take money from you and give it to someone else. It's not compassionate to continue to belittle those who have a big belief in civil liberties, specifically to keep and bear arms, because your party is on this big defund the police kick, and so the American citizens are like, okay, fine, I'll I'll fend for myself, I'll buy a firearm, and then make the process that much more arduous and, and difficult to do so. That's not compassionate. And it sure isn't compassionate to tout how you're not going to build one more inch of border wall once you're president. And then upon hearing that, migrants all over the world, particularly in Mexico and in Central America, and in the case of this past couple weeks, Haiti, will do whatever they can to get to the southern border, knowing that there's not going to be any more border wall that's going to be built. And they do so risking their lives walking through ungodly hot conditions in a desert even a good number of pregnant women doing the same and ultimately perishing or falling incredibly ill by doing to do by doing that. And they're doing so because you're flat out saying, and I'm talking about President Biden, you're flat out saying you're not going to build more and more inch border wall. And so you dangle a carrot, you entice them to try to get across the border. In what civil society is that considered compassion? It's not. And that's been the big story this past week. You've had uh, uh, Department of Homeland Security Chief um, uh, Mayorkas said this past week that approximately 30,000 Haitians have been encountered at the border. And I remember this was a, this was a news story on uh, Salem Radio News, uh, Network News uh, last Sunday before I started the show. Last Sunday, they indicated there was about 15,000 that the administration was going to start rounding those Haitians up, putting them on flights, and sending them back to Haiti. Well, that wasn't happening. And a lot of the flights were being reported as nearly empty. And yet, the number of Haitians at the border significantly went down. It's like, well, wait a minute. If you're telling me that you're going to fly these Haitians back to their home country and a lot of these flights that are going back to Haiti, not nearly full, and yet thousands upon thousands are no longer at the border, where did they go? Well, of those 30,000 Haitians that were have been encountered at the border, 2,000 have been flown back to Haiti. 12,400 remain in the U.S. for removal proceedings, 8,000 chose to remain in Mexico, and 5,000 are in custody of the Department of Homeland Security, which is weighing whether they will be removed or stay. So they're not sending them back to Haiti. And subjecting them to those just ungodly conditions at the border, particularly the weather, and then in Del Rio, Texas, living in those awful conditions under the bridge. Now, I get it. The comeback is, well, they're, they're, a lot of the areas where they're coming from, you know, desolate areas, political crises, what have you, okay, then you can make a legitimate silent, uh, asylum claim in any ports of entry. But the problem with that is, and this has been an ongoing problem that's gone back many administrations, is they go through the points of entry and say, okay, your claim of asylum is going to be processed. Here's your court date. Show up for your court date. They never do, and who knows where they go from there. There doesn't seem to be any way that they're being tracked. And then it culminated 
with some footage where there were border patrol agents on horseback. I mean, this has been a this has been a thing for decades where border patrol have ridden on horseback in the southern border and the and the re- rationale is pretty simple. There's some rough terrain that vehicles wouldn't be able to navigate that you could with horseback. And so that's why a lot of them run on horseback. Well, apparently there was a photo that circulated where it uh, gave the appearance that one of the Border Patrol agents on horseback was using a whip to contain some Haitians trying to get across the border. Now, how does that look? A white and or Hispanic Border Patrol agent using a whip against a black Haitian trying to get into the country. What does that invoke memories of? Well, you can guess where the mainstream media went with that. Slavery. I mean, Chris Cuomo did a a show on it, just the breathless reporting. What does that invoke memories of? Well, that invoked memories of slavery. A white guy trying to keep a black man down. And again, this this goes back to what I said the final segment last hour. This, this stuff is what they call too good to check. Let's not do any follow-up. Let's not do any reporting. I mean, a claim like that is so absurd where white Border Patrol agents are whipping black men, using actual whips on black men. That, that's too explosive, and it's good for ratings. And so they don't bother to really do any fact-checking. Well, there is a... Uh, Sarah Blake Morgan, who is a photographer for the uh, for the Associated Press, uh, she was at the river, or actually literally in the river during the viral incident between a Haitian migrant and a mounted sea uh, custom uh, border patrol agent, um, and she captured footage, video footage, and those are not whips; those are the reins on the horses. You know, the reins that you use to control the horses and steer them in the right direction and slow them down, what have you. Those are reins. Those aren't whips. But the problem is, you get these smug elitists who don't get out of their Manhattan or Washington, D.C. bubble. And just go what they think they see. And don't even bother to do any follow-up reporting. Now ask yourself this. You say, well, there's reports of a white guy using a whip on some black Haitians down at the uh, Mexico-Texas border. You're just going to go with that? That that is so absurd, so outlandish, that any rational person would say, ah, you know what, before we make an explosive claim like that, that's probably something we better give a little extra scrutiny to. But they don't bother, because again, it's all about ratings. It's all about ratings. And the Biden administration was complicit in this. You know, Press Secretary Jen Psaki saying that very thing at a press briefing. You even had the president himself saying, that's it, no more riding on horseback on, on, these, uh, on the border. And these Border Patrol agents have been, uh, have been suspended. And we'll, you know, they're going to pay for what they did. But first, we're going to, you know, go through the all the process of due channels before they're officially relieved of their duties. But for now, they've been placed on suspension. They haven't been officially fired, but we'll go through the due process. But they're going to pay for what they do. Well, so much for due process. If you're basically saying that they're going to pay for what they do, that's implying that they've already done something wrong, right? I, I mean, it's it just I, I, unconscionable. What, what they what they put these what, what they put these border patrol agents through and once this footage is poured over and if they're rightly exonerated then what happens you know their name has already been smeared all over the world do they ever get their reputation back you know you heard the old saying a lie travels around the world before the truth is even gets out of bed But again, this is just seems to be a classic distraction tactic because the Biden administration is well underwater in their approval ratings for how they're handling the southern border. And Chris Wallace, 
you know, God bless him, on Fox News Sunday this morning, had Department of Homeland Security Chief Mayorkas on the show, on his show, and basically kept pressing him. He said, you know, why are you just letting him in the country? You know, this didn't ha- this wouldn't have happened had you not just let them in the country. So why, why not, you know, Chris Wallace says, I apologize for saying this, but why not, why not build a wall? And Mayorkas said the quiet part out loud. He said, well, this administration doesn't believe in building walls. So you're just going to let them walk across the border, huh? And subject them to these custom border patrol agents, which didn't do anything wrong, but you're propping them up as being just these uh, these heartless individuals enacting this torturous methodology of, of whipping these migrants? Absolutely disgraceful. And this is just a continued ineptitude. Yeah, I'll have a little bit more to say about this. Our uh, good friend Ed Morrissey, Northern Alliance Radio Network alum, wrote extensively about this at Hot Air. And also uh, there were a few other folks who captured uh, video and photography there. Those were not whips. And, and again, I can't reiterate enough. Those of you folks in the uh, in the Beltway, as well as Manhattan, writing for the New York Times, okay, get out of your bubble once in a while. That that's the that's standard equipment, the reins that are used on horses. Those were not whips. Just, but but that that this is the amazing part is we'll cling to the fact well the, those are whips, but uh, and those border patrol agents are going to be placed on suspension. But the intelligence agency who droned what they thought was an ISIS terrorist and ended up being an ally and seven family members in Afghanistan, no one's going to lose their job over that. That's going to play it real well with the electorate, don't you think? 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Let's take a break. It's me, Brad Carlson, The Closer, closing out this weekend's edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network Programming. We'll be back with another segment on the broadcast in mere moments. Go nowhere. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. We're in this together, and we will get through this together. The vaccines are tested effective and needed. Welcome to the clinic with Charm. Get your COVID-19 vaccine so we can do this. And this. And this. We are now boarding flight. Together again. Because we got through it together. This message sponsored by the Helmsley Charitable Trust. Aired with the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Well, I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018 and the siding was terrible. Hi, I'm Dave from Matami Dive. I got a hold of JTR through friends. It almost looked like... Uh, giraffe there were dark stains where the water had saturated the old paint that was on it but there were other things that needed addressing and uh, there were a multitude of things from putting doors in and railings and and doing some electrical and things like that all of which JTR gladly folded into the contract and took care of for me it was an amazing transformation in fact my brother-in-law who had visited before we had the siding done, when he came back about a month after it had been done, he stopped out in front of the house and called me and said, what's your address again? Because he couldn't believe the difference. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. Step into Chet's shoes this summer for Keen Utility Footwear. Chet's features a variety of Keen Utility 6-inch safety toe boots with steel or carbon fiber toe options. Check out Keen Utility's waterproof and ventilated footwear to get your feet ready for the season. As always, Chet's takes the time to measure your feet and learn about your job to find the boot that's right for you. Stop in to check out their line of Keen Utility footwear in Spring Lake Park or visit them at Chet'sShoes.com. If the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. Take your favorite Patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot in the App Store. Did you know that the Patriot mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? 
Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on our app that will automatically start streaming The Patriot at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select Alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake you up in the morning with Hugh Hewitt or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free AM 1280 The Patriot app today. Welcome back. M1280 Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. I do want to get to a phone call quick before we move on to other items. Uh, like I say, I'm from the home studio, so I have to. I've got so many tabs open. Got to make sure to get back to the uh, <laughs> the right one here. Uh, there we go. Line one, Mike in Burnsville. Hey, Mike, you are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Thank you, Brad, for taking my call. Can you hear me, sir? Yes, sir. Um, I guess I'll start my call with this: is uh, accountability and moral constraint. More and more we see people doing things, and there doesn't seem to be any accountability. And you have a lot of people out here like myself that say, well, wait a minute. Did this happen, and why isn't that person being held responsible? And we can't have a functioning society if people aren't held accountable for what they're, what they're doing. And it basically makes society, it destabilizes society. I'll, I'll start with that. But what we see going on, and he, and uh, I know you may not be a fan of Mr. Trump, but he was he nailed this. He said, as soon as these guys get in, this is what was going to happen. And I think he's been proven correct that people, we don't even have a border patrol. They're basically processing people into the country. I've heard reports from numerous people that live in different areas in the country that know where groups of these people are taken care of. They're put in hotels and whatnot, and they're cared for. And that's fine. They should be. But they're not immigrants. They're illegal aliens. And my definition is an immigrant or a migrant comes in under a legal process. And we don't have that here. I told your call screener that the Biden administration is already being sued for these types of actions. And again, everybody who's out there working, you're going to have to pay for this. It's your taxpayer dollars. So if you're breaking rock today, you can thank the Biden administration for this excess burden on your taxes. And think of this for a second. We've left hundreds, if not thousands, of Americans behind, and we can't fly them in. But yet we can allow illegal aliens to come into the country under really no scrutiny, even when Peter Ducey asked Jen Psaki about vaccinations. You've got a virus bomb going off now because these people are just being thrown into the country. We can't fly our own citizens back and get them to our country. And and by the way, folks, they're going to have to show proof of vaccination that they can come into the country, but not the illegal aliens. They're coming in. It's one heck of a Democratic voter drive block there that they got going. Think of that. Didn't the press secretary just say the uh, migrants coming across the border, they're not going to be here long term. They're just here for a vacation or some deal. Wasn't that her excuse? (laughs) Some cockamamie excuse like that? Yeah. Isn't isn't that uh, what was that uh, kind of a nice uh, resorts they're going to be staying at for a while? And I guess they'll have horseback rides and things like that. But yeah, uh, I heard you. We have to uh, move on. on We appreciate your uh, appreciate you calling in. Um, Yeah. And Mike's. Mike's correct in that, and that's that's been my biggest squawk, is there's been no accountability. I mean, these custom Border Patrol agents on horseback are being put on suspension for something they absolutely did not do wrong except doing their job, which is to prevent people from running across the border. And yet someone takes a still photo of a Border Patrol agent grabbing a Haitian by the shirt, and they see the rain, the rain on the horse near the migrant, the illegal alien, whatever you want to call it. And they say, oh my God, look at that, 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 that guy in the cowboy hats. You know, he's, he's whipping that migrant. Well, no, that's the reign of the horse. 
which again, it's primarily used to steer the horse. And if you would get outside of your D.C. or Manhattan bubble, you'd probably realize that. And Ed Morrissey, again, Northern Alliance Radio Network alum, uh, not very happy uh, about the situation developing uh, down there, and he wrote about it, this particular incident at Hot Air. Uh, Those people will pay, Joe Biden promised, making the Border Patrol a bigger target for the president than the Taliban, apparently. Yeah, that's that's another excellent point. Do you know that, do you write... Do you see how the president has harsher words for the Border Patrol than he does for the Taliban? But again, the Americans still stuck in Afghanistan that want to come home. It's not a hostage situation. Biden administration just wants to clarify that. Uh, anyways, I digress. Biden got confronted in his presser uh, the other day over the border crisis with one reporter pressing him to explain how his promises of humane treatment square with the images seen from Del Rio. Biden seized on the misinformation about alleged whippings by the Border Patrol's mounted units, promising consequences for the agents in question. You know, and of course, he does the obligatory, well, buck stops here. Of course, I take responsibility. I'm the president. But somebody's got to, those people are going to be held accountable. They're suspended, but they're going to get, but they're going to get due process, but they're going to pay. Well, if they're going to get due process and they're exonerated, they're still going to pay? Not exactly sure how that works there. Um, and then Guy Benson posted on Twitter, well, essentially what I've been saying, uh, Biden, uh, Biden evincing more anger at the Border Patrol agents for something they didn't do than I can recall him ever mustering about, say, the Taliban. He's so indignant about CPB based on a smear that it almost sounded like he was talking about Ron DeSantis. Yeah, this is the amazing thing about these progressives, is they say they... And this has been going on for quite some time. Their harshest rhetoric are for Republicans or our own citizens, law-abiding citizens. I mean, uh, you know, Barack Obama. Remember when he was president, and the the uh, guy busted off shots in a Orlando nightclub, and he did so in the name of uh, radical Islam. And even put forth a 911 call, call to that effect. And then Barack Obama's still like, well, we, we may never know why this was done. And then he uses it to attack law-abiding gun owners. I mean, this is what progressives do. They're more harsher on their political opposites than they are those who really seek to bring harm to our country, like radical Islamists, or in this case, the Taliban for American citizens that are still over there. And again, they gave more scrutiny and they wanted more nuance from someone hanging from a helicopter in Afghanistan than they do with a still photo of a horse's rein being near a Haitian immigrant that they just automatically assume assume is a whip. Now, ask yourself why that is. So, I mean, this, this is just absolutely infuriating. And again... This seems to be kind of a distraction from the greater issue. You know, you can claim some sort of moral high ground or indignance despite the fact that the border under your watch, President Biden, has turned into Swiss cheese. And I'll wrap up Ed Morrissey's piece. Um, You know, it talks about um, there was a photographer actually was down there and indicated that, um, let's see, it was, uh, yeah, a photographer by the name of Paul Ratchie said he and his colleagues never saw agents whipping anyone. He said, some of the Haitian men started running, trying to go around the horses, Rachi said. Rachi is the photographer based in Las Cruces, New Mexico, and has been in Del Rio, Texas since Friday. He said, he, uh, he said, took the photographs from the Mexican side. I've never seen them whip anyone, Rachi said. He was swinging it, meaning the rein on the horse, but it can be misconstrued when you're looking at the picture. And Ed Morrissey goes on to reply to that and says, or it can be misconstrued deliberately for a president who's desperate for a distraction. Biden's using the Border Patrol agents as scapegoats to distract from the border crisis Biden and his administration created. It's as simple as that, and Biden is getting cover for that distraction campaign by national media outlets who prefer narratives to truth. Biden's need for a distraction intersects nicely with their preference of a narrative that immigration enforcement by its nature 
racist and inhumane, ergo, we have this absurd disgrace. The union representing these Border Patrol agents will no doubt push back hard on this false narrative and presidential smear. Will those same national media outlets report this when the narrative collapses? I'll believe it when I see it. And amen, Ed, I will too. (laughs) Ah, just awful. Uh, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. One listener that stands out that I work with was this older couple that was interested in refinancing. They reached out to a few different lenders and, you know, their credit wasn't the best. I know some of these other bigger banks, you just won't hear back from them, which I cannot stand. Not everybody has the 780 credit scores and just because you don't qualify at one time doesn't mean that you'll never qualify. I'll walk you through what you have to do, whether it's two, three, six months from now. Back to that older couple, we worked with them for months and months to improve their credit. And we were able to get the loan done. We were saving them hundreds each month, thousands of dollars a year. Finally got themselves into a situation financially that they can handle and they could start saving money each month for retirement. End of the day, they just could not be happier, which just put a huge smile on my face. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Meadow Park Road, Meadow, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to NMLS Consumer Access. Federal or corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Dinesh D'Souza can teach you a thing or two. They're just chanting death to America, but they seem friendly at the same time. Where have we heard that before? Well, the first time I really heard it was during the hostage crisis. Remember? Uh, Jimmy Carter, uh, in which this superpower, America, is just being humiliated day after day after day. Well, those days are here again. The Dinesh D'Souza Podcast, available on SalemPodcastNetwork.com and everywhere podcasts are heard. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only $19.95 to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Get that back check attack. As I am closing out this week's edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network programming, again, you can catch our friend and colleague, King Banyan, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. It is The King Banyan Show, Saturdays, 9 to 11 a.m. In my opinion, the best uh, show on economics in the whole country. Yeah, I'm going there. And he's ours, too. King Banyan, Saturdays, 9 to 11 a.m. on our sister station, AM 1440. And uh, right here in these very airwaves, AM 1280, The Patriot, Mitch Berg from 1 to 3 p.m. on Saturdays. He is the headliner edition of the Narn. Jack Tomzak, the new kid on the block, he immediately follows Mitch, 3 to 5 p.m. on Saturdays. And me, Brad Carlson, closing out every weekend, Sundays, 1 to 3 p.m. And again, as always, we appreciate you tuning in and appreciate your support over these uh, 17 and a half years. Amazing how the years keep ticking by, and uh, we are not slowing down one iota. And we're here to again take phone calls, 
289-4488. You could also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Yeah, I'm coming to you live from my house today. I plan on being back in the studio next Sunday, so uh, we will definitely be back, uh, hopefully, with some uh, with a prominent guest or two on the broadcast. I'll just kind of tease it right there. <laughs> Continuing uh, some national news from this past week. Uh, hey, you know what? Political, uh, uh, the uh, conservative right wing that is, right wing rag that is Politico. Yeah, they're kind of coming out and saying, you know what? That Hunter laptop story that was spiked on Facebook and social and Twitter uh, just prior to the uh, 2020 presidential election, you know, the uh, Hunter Biden laptop story that had some damning information on his father who happened to be running for president and election day was a mere month away and it was spiked as just nonsense and a, it was dismissed as Russian misinformation. Yeah, you know what? There might be something to that. And uh, all of us on the uh, conservative side, it's like, get out. Really? Shocked, shocked, I tell you. Uh, this is from uh, Politico's playbook this past week. Uh, ben Schreckinger's The Bidens, the Inside the First Family's 50-Year Rise to Power, is uh, came out on Friday. And this is a book that uh, Ben Schreckinger has written. And it finds evidence that some of the purported Hunter Biden laptop material is genuine. What do you know? Including two emails at the center of last October's controversy. A person who had independent access to Hunter Biden's emails confirmed he did receive a 2015 email from a Ukrainian businessman thanking him for the chance to meet Joe Biden. The same goes for a 2017 email in which a proposed equity breakdown of a venture with Chinese energy executives includes the line 10 held by H for the big guy. This person recalled seeing both emails but was not in a position to compare the leaked emails word for word to the originals. Uh, The emails released by a Swedish government agency also match emails in the leaked cachet. And two people who corresponded with Hunter Biden confirmed emails from the cachet were genuine. Now, let's kind of take a look back at... uh, Let's take a look back to last year. Well, it was around last year at this time. When this Hunter Biden, the New York Post came out with a story about Hunter Biden's laptop that was left at a repair shop and it was ultimately seized um, by officials, don't remember exactly who. And when the contents were looked at, it said, you know what? This looks like uh, uh, basically these uh, foreign entities were buying, uh, paying off Hunter to get influence to the vice president of the United States who happened to be Hunter's father, Joe Biden. And the New York Post, again, New York Post, this isn't just some rag that started up a few months ago, okay? This is a more than a century-old newspaper. And yeah, it has a conservative bent. A lot of its opinion columnists are on the right of center, no doubt about it. And so as a result, it was just dismissed because it was the New York Post. And the New York Post tried to link to the story on Twitter, and not only did the Twitter spike it, or any references to it, they locked the New York Post out of their verified Twitter account. And no one was allowed to share the link on Twitter. And Facebook even bragged about having an algorithm that any references of the story were not allowed on their site. And Drew Holden, and by the way, if you're not following Drew Holden on Twitter, uh, you're doing it wrong. Drew Holden 360 is his Twitter handle. Drew Holden, that's H-O-L-D-E-N, Drew Holden 360. He always comes out with some of the most informative and insightful threads uh, pretty much in any subject. Well, this one happened, he uh, put together last week on uh, Wednesday when this story had come out about Politico having their uh, proverbial come-to-Jesus moment saying, hey, you know what, that Hunter laptop story, yeah, it does have some legitimacy. Uh, Drew Holden starts out by this by saying this. I don't know if folks remember how bad the smear campaign was about New York Post's Hunter Biden laptop reporting was. So quick trip back down memory lane. Beyond the full court press from Twitter and Facebook, the media and Dems worked overtime to shut down the story. So this was uh, CNN 
uh, James Clapper, who was uh, for, a former director of national intelligence as, and was one of, he along with uh, uh, former CIA guy John Brennan pushing the uh, Trump-Russia hoax, uh, said about this, well, to me, this is this classic textbook Soviet-Russian tradecraft at work, talking about the uh, Hunter Biden laptop story. And then CNN picked it up, talking about the anatomy of New York Post's dubious Hunter Biden story. Uh, how about this? National Public Radio editor saying, uh, you know, they were asked, why haven't you seen any stories from NPR about the New York Post Hunter Biden story? And they basically say, we don't want to waste our time on stories. They're not really stories. And we don't want to waste the listeners and readers' time on stories that are just pure distractions. Like a, oh, I don't know, a prominent presidential candidate that may have been involved in nefarious activities. Apparently that doesn't warrant news consumers' attention. Hmm. All right. And NPR says uh, the questionable New York Post scoop was driven by ex Hannity producer, as well as Rudy Giuliani, of course, was the president's uh, legal counsel. Uh, what else do we get? Uh, uh, MSNBC's Twitter feed. Uh, this uh, There was a uh, representative, Krishnamurthy, responded to reports of Giuliani's involvement in a Russian influence operation, asking why does Rudy Giuliani have access to the highest levels of government to be able to peddle this disinformation repeatedly? Uh, Joanne Reed from uh, MSNBC saying, uh, good for Joe Biden, no need to dignify a Russian hatchet job strained through Rudy's utter brokenness with a response. Uh, We're not doing emails again, America. 18 days, just vote, ignore the nonsense, 18 days. It was 18 days until election. Because Joe Biden was asked um, by a CBS News reporter, you know, what's your response to the New York Post story about your son? And Joe Biden dismissed it as a smear campaign and went after this Bo Erickson of CBS and said, I know you'd asked it. I have no response. It's another smear campaign right up your alley. Those are questions you always ask. Do you notice that the substance is never addressed? It's just dismissed as, wow, Russian misinformation or it's the attack on the messenger. Well, if Rudy Giuliani is involved, it has to be bullpucky. And far be it for me to ever defend Rudy Giuliani on, well, anything, at least within the past couple of years. But what about the actual substance of the story? The actual laptop itself? Can, does, does that not warrant a follow-up question to this repair shop? Say, hey, does that laptop really exist? I mean, that's just basic journalism. And I'm not even a journalist. But even I know this. Uh, Kyle Griffin, MSNBC, um, responding to something that uh, Josh Hawley had said. Uh, it's not censorship. Facebook is under no obligation to allow a disputed report that appears to contain disinformation to spread under their platform. Well, again, this is the, this is the tired old argument. Well, they're not a government entity, so it's not a First Amendment issue. Which, yeah, that's correct. But the problem is these big tech platforms always want to play both sides of the aisle here. They're saying, well, we, we, we don't, we, you know, we're the moral arbiters of truth. We don't want to have, uh, you know, we could get in big trouble for uh, allowing stuff like that to be published on our, our platform. Well, no, you're literally not liable from a legal standpoint because you are that. You are a platform. So anything that is put on your platform, you're not legally responsible for. Now, if you're a newspaper or a television news outlet, and you say something that ends up being that is false and hurts and hurts the person about whom the story is referencing, yeah, then you're liable. But a platform isn't. So they can so they can play all sides of this. They can act like they're, you know, this take this morally indignant stance. We're not gonna allow this kind of disinformation on our websites. Okay? But then they can't be sued if something gets on their site that ends up being nefarious information. So, I mean, it just goes on and on. I mean, Drew Holden did a terrific, this was a, a, a terrific thread. A Washington Post even had a fact check about, Hunt, they called it Hunter Biden's alleged laptop. And, let's see, I mean, it, it, it just goes on and on. The Situation Room, uh, this whole smear on Joe Biden comes from the Kremlin, says House Intelligence Chairman Adam Schiff. Reacting to the FBI leading an investigation into whether unverified emails about Hunter Biden are tied to a Russian information cam effort targeting his father's campaign. 
Uh, there was a uh, David Ciceline. He was a U.S. House candidate in Rhode Island's first congressional district. Um, said, you know, they've got their hands full this week, spreading Russian disinformation uh, and jamming through another uh, right-wing Supreme Court justice. America deserves better. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. So you get the point I'm trying to make, is that the media and these big tech platforms engage willfully in spiking a story that turns out was legitimate and was bringing forth legitimate points and possibly exposing exposing major corruption with a then Democrat presidential candidate, Joe Biden. But they, and, and if they are confronted on it now, and if they were given truth serum, they would probably admit to it. Yeah, you know, there was probably some merit to it, but it didn't really matter. As long as Trump was taken down, that's all that mattered here because it was way, Trump was way too dangerous to be given another term. I mean, this is the progressive mindset. Go back to how many years ago when Harry Reid was called on his BS, where he said from the Senate floor that 2012 Republican presidential candidate Mitt Romney hadn't paid taxes in 10 years. It was a flat-out lie, and he wasn't called on it. And it was only a few years later when Harry Reid was about to exit his time at the U.S. Senate, he was asked about it. He just kind of shrugged and said, well, he didn't win, did he? He basically admitted, yeah, so what if it was a lie? But he didn't win, so it achieved what it was supposed to. And you wonder why so many people gravitate toward conspiracy theories, which, again, I can't say enough. I don't excuse. Don't excuse that behavior. Okay? Not in the least. But if we had a media that just reported basic facts, didn't assign themselves as moral arbiters of truth, but just basic facts, regardless of how inconvenient they are to the person that they may support privately, we'd be much better off. And I say it, seems like I say it almost every week. The media is 100% wholly incapable of looking in the mirror and wondering why people gravitate toward Reddit and QAnon garbage, which I'll put in a disclaimer again. I don't condone one iota. But if the media would actually take a hard, honest look at itself, that would be a start. But again, I don't see it happening. So there you have it. This story came out in Politico. Hardly got much of a whimper. It certainly didn't get the breathless coverage that dismissing the claim did last year. That is for certain. And, uh, you know, whenever an outlandish claim is made in a major newspaper, whether Washington Post or New York Times, and it turns out they got their facts wrong, they give the clarification or the fact check or the we regret the error message buried deep into the newspaper. I mean, they could, they could report a story above the fold, and it could be factually dubious. And when they're later called on the BS, the correction or retraction is buried deep somewhere else. So the correction never gets as much publicity or fanfare as the initial BS story itself. Again, ask yourself why that is. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag show hashtag show. We'll take one final break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we will wrap up the show. You're listening uh, to the uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson, the closer, broadcasting from my home studio. Back in mere moments. Go nowhere. AM1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. This is Alex Hartman, real estate agent at REMAX Results and ResultsByAlex.com, and I'm a Patriot listener just like you. Fake news swirls around us every day, but here is one current concrete fact. The real estate market is out of balance. There are generally way more buyers than there are sellers. If you have a property to sell, now is an ideal time. To maximize your profit, contact me today. My 38 years of experience is your assurance of a smooth transaction. And unlike one of those large real estate teams, when you contact me, you'll be working with me and only me from start to finish. 
So if you like the idea of working with a fellow loyal Patriot listener, if you like the idea of working with one real estate agent from start to finish, if you like the idea of working with an agent with decades of experience, then please contact me today. 651-334-5000. That's 651-334-5000. Or go to resultsbyalex.com. Together, we will maximize your profit. Do you love to cook or have a favorite blue ribbon dish? Then you need to enter your favorite recipe sweepstakes to submit that delicious recipe. The winning entry will receive a year's worth of fine meats from Good Ranchers, a $1,400 value, and get a $1,000 Williams-Sonoma shopping spree. Increase your chances of winning by entering once each day. So start cooking and enter now at am1280thepatriot.com slash recipes. Got inflation? Not at PJ's Appliance Outlet. Every day your dollar will buy 40 to 70% more at PJ's Appliance. Hi, this is PJ. We take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores. How? By simply providing over-the-top customer service and great quality products at unbeatable prices. PJ's Appliance Outlet has quickly become the trusted go-to store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You'll save hundreds, even thousands of dollars on brand new name brand refrigerators, ovens, washers and dryers and dishwashers from trusted brands like LG, Electrolux, Whirlpool, Frigidaire and many more. We're also the exclusive dealer for the Ilve handmade Italian stoves that you see on the DIY TV shows. Don't pay inflated prices for name brand appliances. Take the short drive to save big, big dollars at PJ's Appliance Outlet. Visit our easy-to-get-to Plymouth showroom today or find us online at pjsapplianceoutlet.com. That's pjsapplianceoutlet.com, where every deal is a steal. You can listen to AM 1280 The Patriot on all Amazon Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis, and you'll hear your favorite hosts. This is Dennis Prager, and thanks for listening to me on your Alexa device. Welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Me, Brad Carlson. One final segment on the broadcast. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Do want to get to a phone call right away? And let me refresh that uh, tab that I keep uh, reducing. Uh, line one, Wessie is uh, calling in. Wessie, uh, is this Tom? This is Tom Westcott. Good to hear from you, Brad. Great, 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 great last segment there, okay? State-owned media. Showing every father raise a son like Hunter Biden. So... Brad? Yeah, yes, sir. Go ahead, Tom. Hello? Tom, are you still there? Okay, I guess we lost Tom, but uh, I did hear Tom's initial comments uh, talking about uh, the the uh, last segment. Uh, you know, look, I, I, um, I you know, a lot of people want to pile on Joe Biden as a, as a, as a father, you know, and it seems like he raised a, a uh, upstanding young man in, in Bo Biden who served his country uh, faithfully in the military. I believe he was in Iraq and Afghanistan, if not, if memory serves, and uh, ended up uh, passing away due to complications from a brain tumor. And, you know, when you have multiple kids, one can turn out well and one not. I, I don't know if it's attributable to Joe Biden's parenting skills. I'm not going to speak to that because I have no idea. But uh, um, if Tom calls back, he's certainly more than welcome to respond, but we only have a few more uh, minutes left uh, in the broadcast. But I do want to get um, to the uh, New York Post because, again, it was their story, the uh, Hunter Biden uh, laptop story, that, um, you know, was essentially spiked across all media platforms. You couldn't even link to it. And like I said, New York Post was locked out of its verified Twitter account. Uh, uh, looks like, uh, is Tom back on the line? If he is, we can take his call. Tom, you with us? Can you hear me, Brad? Yes, sir. Hey, Brad, uh, great segment. And, uh, you know, showing every father raise a son like Hunter Biden, uh, state-owned media, Brad. You know, great to hear uh, you and Prager and Gorka and especially Mark Levin covered us. And I bet you Mark Levin would come on your show if you asked him to uh, talk about his new book, American Marxist, too. <laughs> but, right, Brad, right. are the purple going 0-3 this afternoon? Yeah, boy, Dalvin Cook is uh, not going to play, so that definitely hurts their chances. Uh, I, I, um, uh, I'm a, uh, what can I say, Tom? I'm a perpetual optimist. I think they're home opener. They rise up and they get a win. They've played Seattle tough 
the last few years, but it's been up in Seattle and they've fallen just short. Like last year, they had that game essentially won and lost in the last second. So yeah, right. uh, short answer is yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say the Vikings get the victory today. Okay, listen, Brad, uh, you're gonna be at the uh, Prager uh, event too. Oh, 100%. Yeah, looking forward to it. A week Great. from uh, Wednesday, uh, October 6th, Great. we will be there. Great. Looking forward to seeing you there, Brad, and always enjoy you on a Sunday afternoon. I'd rather listen to Brad Carlson in the bike than the Viking broadcast here. So uh, uh, continue <laughs> the better, better and perfect work there at the Patriot. Okay, Brad? Yeah, thanks, Tom. Look forward to seeing you and your uh, bride uh, a week from Wednesday. Yeah, October 6th. The Patriots' 20th anniversary gala, Dennis Prager and Charlie Kirk, will be in town for that. Looking very much forward to it. Uh, Again, the New York Post, I'm going to just read a couple of excerpts from that. Uh, In his new book, The Bidens Inside the uh, First Family's 50-Year Rise to Power, political reporter Ben Schreckinger says that evidence point to Hunter Biden's laptop being legit. While we appreciate the support, the truth is the Post's reports always have been true. And it's only because the media wanted to protect Joe Biden that they keep referring to the laptop as unsubstantiated. Schreckinger notes that a person who had independent access to Hunter Biden's emails confirms two of the emails the Post published, including one about a potential deal with China with the line 10 held by H for the big guy. That is Joe Biden. But Hunter Biden's former business partner, Tony Bobolinsky, already said those emails were authentic. The media just ignored him. Schreckinger adds that emails released by the Swedish government also match emails from the laptop. Hunton had gotten into a kerfuffle when he was staying in a Swedish embassy building. That's also been reported. For those who doubt that Hunter would just forget a laptop at a repair shop, Schreckinger notes that Biden's son abandoned another computer at the home of psychiatrist Keith Ablo. Fed seized that machine when they raided Ablo over abuse claims. Hunter eventually got it back. I wasn't keeping tabs on possessions very well for about a four-year period of time, Hunter said. All this information is out there, yet the Times still called the laptop unsubstantiated last week, until it quietly corrected the story. And even as Politico credited its reporter, it added, while the leak contains genuine files, it remains possible that fake material has been slipped in. So there you have it. Kudos to the New York Post. They stuck by their story 100%, even as though they were being pilloried. In the journalistic community, a reputable newspaper over a century old, but that's what happens when you uh, have an agenda. Folks, as always, I've enjoyed it. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Minnesota needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. 
I should have done it sooner. That's a comment heard often from satisfied patients at INeedMoreHair.com. Dennis Prager here. If you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss, go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what they're doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. You'll be under the care of some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in the country. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including notable Hollywood personnel. Personalities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. Their technique is so advanced that their results are guaranteed in writing and their prices are the best in the business. If you have hair loss, don't put this off another day. Contact INeedMoreHair.com at their office in Egan for your free consultation. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Today is the day to get a permanent solution to your hair loss at INeedMoreHair.com. Happy. Happy. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.